0: You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate.
1: Hello, Are You Happy Podcast. I'm here with Nancy Zare. She's been in this marketing business for 13 years, but she's been a psychologist her whole life. And she takes her knowledge from the background in psychology and takes that into sales and marketing and helps teach people how to sell while focusing on psych. Um, And her tagline is that she she shows service-based professionals how to increase sales without being salesy. Um, And she uses her knowledge of psychology, um, her PhD in psychology, and teaches service-based professionals how to increase sales comfortably without being salesy again. Um, And she has exciting news. On June 1st, her no pressure selling book um, has come out on Audible, so you can access her book on Audible. it's called No Pressure Selling 15 Formulas for Increasing Sales. She has a really unique niche, and um, she does. I've talked to plenty of people who are in the sales industry, and she looks at it from a very unique perspective with her background. And I'm excited to learn more and very happy to have her on the podcast today. I really appreciate you being on, Nancy. Um, I guess my question to you is what is the origin of your business? How did you get here?
0: So thank you for asking, Debron, and I'm also very excited about being uh, your guest. I, you, I, My parents had a very stormy marriage. I was the youngest child, the only girl, and my earliest memory was of their arguments. And their arguments consisted of glasses breaking, doors slamming, cupboards banging, loud voices, and so forth. I don't know that I was particularly scared but I wanted to help them. Fast forward to the age of 10, I saw a TV show on Oldie But Goody, Father Knows Best, and he helped his quarreling children get along. So I used that technique on my parents. The surprising thing is that they let me. So you must probably be wondering, you know, like, did they see something in their daughter that suggested I could help them? At the end of the session, I turned to my dad and both parents are native-born English-speaking adults. And I translated what I heard my mom say into words that my dad could understand. And I said to dad, this is what you need to do so mom will feel loved. And I did the same thing. I turned to my mom and I said to her, this is what you need to do so dad will be respected. Now, did you hear that the words changed?
1: Yeah, dad valued respect. I
0: I interpreted what they said. And so my gift, which I've had since I was a young person, is the gift of listening with the third ear and being able to uh, translate information into language that the other person can hear. And that's what I do in sales. I help you use your third ear, sometimes your third eye, to look at people's LinkedIn profiles, Facebook profiles, um, their websites, to look at what they've posted and gain information about what they're like in terms of their personality or what I call buying style.
1: What about if it's a business a page and you want to learn, is there, can you still learn from their messaging? And That's them? why
0: I mentioned a website, because every company has a personality as well, right? They are targeting a particular market with a particular offer. And, and of course, if you like, for example, if you walk through the mall, uh, any kind of shopping center, and you look at the different stores, the store windows contain different items, not just because the store is selling different merchandise, but because they want to appeal to a different type of buyer. And so the Some stores are appealing to that high-end buyer who wants to look their best, feel their best, no matter what the cost. Other stores are appealing to people who are more conservative, budget-oriented, et cetera. Some stores are appealing to people who are more focused on uh, connecting and being in relationship and giving to their community. And other stores are focused on knowledge and information and, and data. Because of that, those are the four styles I've just mentioned. Those four different types of businesses, people are going to uh, be, pe- will make their decisions and be attracted to that store based upon the, the window or you, the website, the words you use, the pictures and so forth. Is that making sense?
1: Yes. So there's four different types of messaging that you as a business can make is that to attract four different types of people and four different personalities? And if so, can you explain those four personalities for us?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Most people try a one size fits all. And then what they do is they play the numbers game. In other words, their presentation is only connecting with one out of four buyers. So therefore, they're having to go through 75% of the time what they're saying, what they're doing is just falling on deaf ears, right? It's not working. So in order to connect with your prospect, you need to know what language are they speaking and shift your language accordingly. And so, yes, um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So many of your listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with personality systems. There's DISC, there's um, Performax, there's colors, animal shapes, objects, and so forth you're not familiar with the one that i have created in which i use numbers and these numbers are based upon how long it takes someone to make up their mind and after 35 years of research in telemarketing which i didn't personally do but my colleague uh, co-author mary peckett's for no pressure selling she did this research and came up with the fact that the numbers are 2 4 six, and eight. So our number two buyer makes up their mind in only one, at most two contacts. Your number four buyer takes about two or three, but they need one more contact after the sale in order to feel like, yes, I can go forward because they get cold feet, buyer's remorse, and often no show. So if you add one to three, you get four. Our number six buyer takes five, six, seven, average six contacts before that person can go forward and make up their mind. They're very traditional. They need to know about other people's, uh, uh, they need to know other people's testimonials and whether or not they've gotten good results. So they're looking for social proof. And then finally, we have the number eight, buyer this person starts with eight turn the eight on its side it becomes symbol for infinity because this person takes a long time to make up their mind they ask questions they want information they want scientific evidence that what you're selling works does that give you a sense of the four different styles
1: yes so the number eight uh, does it turn to infinity because they become long-term customers Um, or, or not, which I guess my question is out of these two, four, six and eight, which one typically ends up being, um, resulting in the longest retention for people or is that
0: your number six buyer is your longest uh, uh, retention buyer why is that because of brand loyalty once they have done their homework and they have determined that what you offer has been vetted you know approved by other people other people have gotten good results they will stay with you they don't like change they they want consistency they want you know things to stay the same and hence they're your long-term buyer your number eight buyer can't be a long term buyer, but it's usually a long term before they make up their minds. But it's worth investing in that number eight buyer because they have friends who will follow them. And so they know, God, smarty pants over there just made the decision to do such and such. I better jump on and do it too.
1: And is there a reason why the people who take less contacts, so two and four, don't end up being long term? Is it just because they're mostly they're eager to buy because they just need that person to do their marketing right away, and they don't really uh, they realize they're not a good match after some time.
0: So our number two, who wanted, who made up their mind usually in the first contact, is very flighty and very fickle, and the next bright shiny object that comes along they grab hold of. Hence, they forget about you, and off they go to the next venture. Your number four buyer can be loyal. As long as you cultivate the relationship, because it's all about feeling like there's a friendship going on, as opposed to I am a transaction. So if you can maintain a good relationship, this person can will stay with you for a while.
1: That's incredible. I love that. All the in-depth explanation that you have of these four personality types. Two, four, six and eight and the eight turns to infinity because they stay long term, correct?
0: Because they need a long time before they make up their minds. Uh,
1: okay. So how, how can a business leverage this? And um, so how, I guess, how do they figure out their niche? Um, and like, how do they figure out who their personality type is? And then afterwards, how do they leverage that for their own business?
0: I, I'm glad you asked that because um, if you have worked with several clients, even if they never paid you, let's say you're just starting off and you're doing this for free, and you um, have people that you enjoy working with, I'm going to use the word, they're your favorites. We can do an analysis of those favorite people by going to their social media posts, and identify their characteristics. And then look for that sweet spot. Where do they overlap? And then feed it back to you. So now you know who is this person that I really love to work with. And you'll have the exact words to use that can go after that person and connect with them authentically. Plus, you'll know whether they're two, four, six, and eight. So do I need to um make that buying decision quickly and offer them the you know let's do it now or should I be waiting and giving them information and what kind of information do I give them information about other people who've used it or scientific evidence or do they need to know about you know the fact that there's a, a connection going on and that I really care about you as a person.
1: Interesting. How um So how do you know what words and messaging to use? So do you basically, once you have identified your niche and your customer base and you're analyzing all of their content on their socials, do you use the same words that they use in order for them to feel like they're connecting with you or is it deeper than that?
0: That is actually a really good suggestion of using the very same words that that, that the individual uh, uses themselves and um, it it makes them feel like they're being heard. And also they resonate with those words. Uh, those words, though, form a cluster, a bucket of values. And so once you know what their values are, you, you're not limited to the very words that they use. You can now use a whole bunch of words that are clustered together in that bucket.
1: Okay. And those buckets are basically the buckets of the four personality traits?
0: That's right. The two, four, six, and eight. So, you know, with the with the two, it's about speed and results now. So the words are going to have to have something to do with that, you know, let's get it done now. You know, right. super big quality. You know, aren't you excited to get started? You know, etc. Whereas with the other people, those words can turn them off. Uh it's interesting. I posted something in LinkedIn today using words Things like, you know, one-time exclusive offer, you know, urgent, you know, time deadline. And I got responses from people saying, I love those words. I hate those words. And that's because of style. The people who love those words are the people who are fast decision makers. And the people who hate that are, of course, the other styles.
1: Awesome. That's very good information to learn. Is there businesses that have found success from attracting all those different types of buyers? Or do you find that the most successful businesses are the ones that niche down and um, figured out who the personality type is and only targeted them? Because I've, I've come into contact with businesses that mostly just attract all types of people and don't aren't really niching down. Um, So what I guess my question is, what is the value of both Aspects of them, or do you not see any value in attracting all the personality types?
0: Oh, I definitely believe in in niching down for sure, and I think some of the most successful companies, look at Apple, have a you know have created avid, I mean avid users. No matter what they you know whatever's coming out, there is a line out the door, you know, hours before the store opens, so they can be the first to get that. And why is that? Is it that their products are the best or the most outstanding? Well, certainly they strive to have excellent products, but it's because they know their consumer personality style and their messaging is all geared to that person. So I'm a big believer in niching and find the riches are in the niches. I believe in that. At the same time, that doesn't mean that you can't use messages that talk to all four styles. The thing is, is that definitely the people who feel like they're an afterthought are the ones that won't choose to go with you. And so it's better to focus on your ideal prospect and let the others choose to come or go. Um, It's a big pond out there and there are plenty of fish.
1: Yeah. In my sales process, I've realized that there's people that want the quickness, the quick turnarounds and i don't feel like we end up serving them very well in the sales process and they don't end up um coming with us because we care about quality and des- delivering quality and it might take a couple of days to deliver their um the product that they want from us um and a lot of times they don't end up working with us because they're looking for those quick turnarounds and they want to sign on quickly and that's all right with me because it seems like from what i've learned from you those people don't tend to stay the longest and they they're looking for shiny objects and the next big big thing um so yeah, it's, I'm just I'm learning from you a lot here today, and I really appreciate it. Um, and I think that there's also value in finding your personality because you're working with people that you like working with, um, and you you maybe come to work happy every day because you found your niche, you found the customers you like the best, you've discovered their personality type, and now you're targeting those people that you're enjoying your work, enjoying working with. So it all makes sense, and I feel like it leads to a um, fulfilling work life if you have your own business and you're selling to these people. Um, So yeah, it all makes sense to me, and I don't see why someone wouldn't want to work with you and figure out who their personality type is and how exactly they're going to um, deliver messages to them. So I guess that's the value that you're offering here: is what words should I be using to find to just attract those people that I want to be working with. Um, and I'm sure it's very psychology-based.
0: It is. And so you are a fast learner. you figured it out very quickly. I totally concur with you. It is all about, you will be happier. You'll be more content. You'll be more fulfilled. And after all, this is all about happiness, right? When you are working with the people that you enjoy working with the most, your quote, favorite clients not just because you know they said okay you know sign me up but because genuinely you share the same values and it feels like there's a a connection going on that's deeper than just on the surface
1: that's incredible and what's your um what makes you happy who do you like to work with
0: so i like to work with people who are smart Educated solopreneurs. They've invested in their occupation. They love what they do. But when it comes to marketing and sales, not so much. And this is the person who's usually shy about self promotion. Uh, They feel awkward about selling. Uh, They may actually say out loud or definitely inside, I hate to sell. Uh, And yet, because they're gifted, because they have something very special that they're offering. Um, My heart just wants to help them find what that, how to express it, how to say it and how to attract people so that they can make a good livelihood that supports them and their families. So that's my favorite person to work with.
1: That's awesome. And I feel like um, that's a really strong pain point with a lot of solopreneurs is that They don't, they they know they're offering value a lot of the time and they just, the selling is just uncomfortable for them. And you help make it, you make it a a productive experience because they're eventually speaking to people who actually want what they, what they're offering. Exactly. Um, Out of all the books that you've created, so you have six books now, which one um, speaks mostly to the topics that we've talked about today?
0: Well, uh, No Pressure Selling, which is my latest book, is probably the one I'd recommend people get because the, anytime you've written more than one book, usually your latest book is the one that has your best stuff in it. Uh, so I definitely recommend that. But Compelling Selling, which was written a couple years back, actually has lists of words associated with these four buying styles. And so for those of you who say to yourself, I'm in marketing, or, you know, or Even if you're not technically a marketer, but you are marketing your business, uh, I would highly recommend that book because of the words.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to buy that book because that's my biggest curiosity today is like, what are the words that I should be using to attract my um, personality, one of the four personalities that I'm I'm working with? So thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Would you say uh, like over the years, you've obviously adjusted. Um, your business and who you're serving, so would you say you found your like niche one hundred percent and what was the process of getting there? um was there ups and downs and is is your current business model um, built on the obstacles that you've had in the past?
0: That's a great question because I think that most solopreneurs are probably doing something because they have overcome and they have uh, whatever that obstacle was they have figured out solutions and now they want to help similar people do the same and so yes you know I am that geeky smart person who would like to be able to uh obviously have a thriving business and now help others do the
1: same that's incredible would you say you're happy
0: I am absolutely happy I am ecstatic
1: (laughs) if our audience can't see but you have a, a yellow hat on today and it's it's very sideways it's it's a hat that's like built like built like a cowboy hat i don't yep. I wouldn't call it a cowboy hat Oh, it is a cowboy good. hat yep and it's ye- bright yellow um which is wearing a blue shirt and I, maybe the contrast of the blue and the yellow has um has something to it psycho- psychology based and if there is i would love to know but um explain the yellow hat to our audience
0: So entrepreneurs wear many hats and the hat that, of course, my particular person hates to wear is that of sales. Uh, And, you know, it's a rude awakening to find out that after all this education to gain the skills and to enhance my talents and to and I want to share that gift with the world. That's not what I'm doing. Most of the time I'm having to market and sell myself and I didn't sign up for that. So that is why I wear the hats. It represents the various hats that we wear. And uh, and uh, the gold hat particularly is, I call it gold rather than yellow because um, one of the styles has got a heart of gold and that's that is my style.
1: That's awesome. Is there anything psychology based about the yellow hat?
0: Well, the yellow and blue, by the way, are complementary colors. So, yeah, yeah, that's why they're probably sticking in your
1: eyes. They are, definitely. Um, What would you say is the key to happiness for you?
0: Uh, The key to happiness is a positive attitude, having a heart full of gratitude, always seeing the positive in things as opposed to the glass being half empty. I'm responsible for what I project out there. Nothing out there is the issue. Everything is about what is inside me and what I'm thinking. So if I don't like the results, change my thinking.
1: Thank you so much, Nancy. Um, We've learned a lot today from you about selling to people that you want to sell to um, based on the four personality types. And not only want to sell to, but want to be sold on and will stick with you. You've been in this business for 13 years and it shows, um, and it definitely shows that it's all psych-based because um, of all the, the the importance of using different words and different messaging for different people. Um, and I like your answer to the, the happy question. Um, it seems like you're valuing the right things. Um, and you, you just talking to you, you seem like a very happy person. I know things aren't always happy, but at least you seem content today um, I guess before we go, can you let our audience know how to reach you if they wanted to, um, reach you or your business on social media or website or email, however, you'd like them to reach you?
0: Sure. The easiest, of course, uh, my, my website is nancyzare.com. Zare is spelled Z for Zestful, A-R-E, nancyzare.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I post almost daily. Uh, so LinkedIn, um, you know, .com slash in slash Nancy Zare. Um, those are good places to connect. And I do have a YouTube channel for those of you who would like to watch videos. I like producing videos.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. And I'm definitely gonna check out the YouTube channel to see what more I can learn.
0: Do your sales success. Appreciate it.